Blog Talk Radio. Yakuza! Yakuza! Yakuza Kick Radio! 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 This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and baby, Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your jib, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Spirit of Dragon in the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Mann. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on this cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you certainly now look at that jockey, homie. Fuck that. Black me. Bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Motherfucker, you motherfucker. I said it's cold outside. I've got to go. And I said, Motherfucker, you motherfucker. I said it's cold outside. This evening is been hoping that you drop so in. Very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like my I mother am. will start to Beautiful, what's your heart? And father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace. So roll. really, I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't well, hurry. maybe just a a drink Put more. the record on while I The neighbors pour. might say Maybe it's bad out there Hey, what's in this drink? No camps to be had out there I wish I knew Your how eyes are like starlight To now. break the spell I'll take your hand <gasps> Your hair looks I swell I ought to say no, no, Mind no, if I move in At closer. least I'm gonna say that I try What's the sense of hurt? I really can't Baby, don't hold out. I said, motherfucker, you motherfucker. I said, it's cold outside. 
Bob from Yakuza Cake Radio. Um, so yeah, man. Um, got some shit to go over. Yeah, I got a little pre-Cage of Death kind of stuff to go over. You know, the lead up, all of that other stuff. Um, and then, you know, obviously some more uh, Teddy and Maria Madness. You know, the whole deal. So, I guess, you know, let me just start off right now with the... Um, man... Lou asked a question last week, I believe it was, and he asked who my favorite um, Muppeteer is. And, you know, one of my answers was definitely that uh, Carol Spinney is definitely up there because the amount of things that he had to do to put in the... the effort that he had to put into what he was doing with Big Bird alone is just monumental. It's just amazing stuff. When you see the... Um, special effects and all of the extra stuff that's put into, you know, what's done today. The mechanical aspect and the, the work that has to be put in by one individual, I don't think comes anywhere near what these guys were doing way, way back before, man, uh, you got to look at the technology that was around then. Excuse me. Um, so Carol Spinney passed this past week. Carol Spinney was doing... Big Bird and Oscar from 1969 to 2018. He retired last year because, you know, it was getting to the point where, like, his health was, was um, you know, starting to decline. But the fact that he worked all the way up until a year before his passing, it just it's just insane. He He had... A, a you know a life in Big Bird and Oscar for more years than I've been alive. Forty nine years he he portrayed those characters, and just in case anybody doesn't understand, you know what I mean by the the work that he had to do as far as Big Bird is is concerned. Well, he was inside the costume. Um, he had to wear lift shoes, obviously, because Big Bird's very very tall. So he was in the costume in lift shoes. Um, the the legs were pants. Um, the upper half, you know, obviously went on top of his body. Um, there was a wire that went from one hand to the other, so he was able to con- kind of control both hands. The one hand had um, your primary movement, but the other hand kind of moved in response to the, you know, the the one hand he had in the the glove. His other hand was up above his head controlling Big Bird's mouth and eyes. So he would work Big Bird's mouth above his head like a puppet while he walked around, and his pinky would control his eye movement. On the inside of the... Um, the uh, On the inside of the, the suit, there was a camera to give him a view of the outside. Um, and... Also, um, a, an audio box for him to, you know, project the, the voice up through the mouth, you know, so it would be coming out of his head and not just, you know, out of in the middle of his body. And also, um, besides that, he also had a script taped to the inside of the suit. So this is the type of technology, and this is the thing that was going on back in 1969. You imagine putting that operation together today and say, all right, you're going to do this and this and this. 
and imagine, you know, getting someone to do it as well as he did. You know, that's, that's what I've said a lot. Of, you know, with these puppets, you don't, you don't understand just a, at first glance. You just go, ah, oh, yeah, it's a kid's show. You know, it's, it's uh, yeah, Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. But you realize, like, when you're, you're watching Oscar talk, there's a guy down below him with his hand way above his head doing all the movements and the voice and all those things to make it sound and look just like a a living creature. Like Oscar was, uh, you know, a living creature, and, and so was uh, Big Bird. You know, the, I mean, these characters come to life because of the work that's put in by them. It doesn't look like, look at this phony shit trying to talk. It looks like, wow, fucking Oscar's talking to that kid right there. You know, and, and it's just amazing work. So, um, yeah, I, I just want to give a rest in peace to Carol Spinney, obviously. <laughs> um, alive or, or gone, this is not the type of show he'd be listening to. He's a very wholesome, um, respectable man. And um, that's clearly not the type of show I run. Um, but, yeah, much, much respect to that guy. You know, he's one of those guys that I look at as an absolute inspiration to, you know, anything I do with puppets. And, and overall the dedication to his work he put in for that many years. I mean, it's, it's just incredible, but um, yeah, it's, it's ironic that it was just after uh, Lou had asked that question, that soon after I was going to be, you know, talking about his passing, which is uh, kind of crazy, but, um, but yeah, so um, it's unfortunate. Um, so, ACH, I mean, you know, we, we've gone over this a bunch of times. And um, since he, he kind of flipped out, um, I don't even have the quotes in front of me or anything. But um, let me see if I could actually pull it up. I could probably grab it off one of the messages I've sent or something. Um, let me see. So he had said, um, chasing my dream is great. But you self-entitled pricks, pricks ruin everything. I'm out. I hate pro rice wrestling. I hate you shitty fans that think you know it all. And most importantly, I hate the snakes in this industry. None of y'all would even say anything about me to me. All of y'all can go screw yourselves. I'm canceling my shows and I'm quitting pro wrestling. So, um, you know, although, like, a lot of that is is just very kind of par for the course as far as professional wrestling goes. I mean, that, that's a lot of what you deal with, you know, with fans and, and stuff like that. And, um, and, you know, I've said it a million times. Um, the entitlement comes from what you, you guys set the standard. You know, when you do a 200 light tube match, and I'm not talking about ACH, I'm just saying, you know, in a comparison, comparison you do a 200 light tube match and the fucking fans eat it up and they ha- they're on their feet screaming and, and everything. And then the next show you do like a, you know, you don't do anything like that. And the fans are screaming, we want blood. And maybe you got a staple gun or something like that. But then it doesn't get us over. Well, I mean, you already gave them absolute murder. So now when you give them, you know, a a simple assault, that's not, it's not going to, that's what makes it hard. And you have to kind of skate that thin line of not um, over overdoing things and not underdoing things. I mean, you have to find like a good balance where you give the fans what they want, but you also don't kill your future product. And, um, 
You know, I, I, I think that's a lot of what GCW has done. That's a lot of what Deathmatch Wrestling has become now because now it's become overdone. Back then, the fans wanted more, and the fans might be upset, and the fans might bitch and complain, but when they actually did get what they wanted, it still worked. So it's been done to the extent now where it barely even works when they finally give it to them. Well, and it's not even finally give it to them because they've, you know, uh, like GCW's created this this situation where you never stop giving it to them. You know, five death matches on a show that's not a tournament, and um, you know they've they've scaled back from that now. Now they're going with more of the jokey fucking um, um, gimmicky, trendy wrestling shit. You know the Orange Cassidy and the Marco stunts and the this and that. And I, I don't keep current on the product, so obviously those guys are signed to AEW, but things of that nature is seemingly what they're steering towards with a few death matches in there and stuff like that. But um, so ACH, but the problem with him is there's something wrong. Um, this is a guy who was, you know, on the surface. I mean, I don't know what was underlying from that, but I never heard anything about the guy being negative at all. If anything, I heard about the guy being, like, um, super excited and and a little bit, like, too much for guys to handle because he was so, um, you know, he he was, like, positive, but he was also just, like, very energetic and had a lot to say. And, you know, some people in interviews said, oh, he just doesn't shut up, and, you know, because he's just... He wasn't a really down guy as far as at least what he put out to people. That that definitely wasn't the image that was painted to him. He wasn't a guy who, you know, the first thing people would say about was, oh, you know, he's he's really had enough of this shit, man. I don't know how much more that guy's going to take of it. I mean, he just looked like a guy that loved it completely. Um, You know, and when it came down to the WWE and the shirt and, you know, that becoming his main problem, you know, it's one thing to say, okay, well, let's look at this problem. Let's see who's right and wrong and stuff like that. And, and you couldn't even finish looking at that before he started screaming about Ring of Honor, who he doesn't even work for anymore. So to me, that's where the red flags went. Not not only, you know, when he was yelling, fuck you, WWE and all that shit, but when, you know, the shirt thing was still going on and, and that was being talked about and suddenly he just started going at Ring of Honor and Jay Lethal and stuff like that. And it's like, well, well okay. I feel like it's a little deeper than it's just the shirt and, hey, the WWE is treating me wrongly. Now, suddenly, Ring of Honor is a big deal and Jay Lethal can fuck himself and, you know, all this. And and it just seems to have, um, you know, it seemed like even when he got away from what was seemingly bothering him, he was still extremely bothered. And to me, that, that to me, says some sort of mental, um, there, there's something going on there. You know, something he, he could really use some help or therapy, you know, who knows? I'm not saying a guy just needs medication or anything like that, but he, he needs to sit down and talk to somebody professional and try to work through what's going on with him. And hopefully, you know, that could be solved. He's a very, very talented athlete. But I think his level of snapping, I don't think we could just turn on whatever he's yelling about and say, well, they're clearly the problem. I, I don't know about that. I think ACH has got some issues. Because, I mean, he just signed with MLW or supposedly signed with MLW and then put out that statement shortly later, quitting wrestling. So it's a shame because, you know, obviously he found a new avenue. And as far as we knew, I mean, MLW, he didn't have a relationship with yet. You know, he just signed with them. He was going to start working with them and doing things. So 
to to say like, oh yeah, I'm fed up with everything, even them. But I mean, you didn't even give them a fucking chance. It's like, it's like saying, uh, you can't hire me. I quit. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it, it kind of came as a shock to me that again, I, I thought, all right, he gets out of this situation that he's in. He gets out of the WWE, whatever. He could not exist in that, that environment. Um, he gets out of the way of that and then kind of reestablishes himself. You know, the talent's there, so it's not like he needs to learn anything there. But he just like, all right, now breathe easy. You know, you're out of this disjoint that was causing you a lot of grief and this and that. Now let's let's fucking, uh, you know, leave in there and find another avenue to go. I mean, the first thing you want to do is show your ex-employer, like, look what I could do if I'm happy. You know, I look look what I could do in a spot. <laughs> it just reminds me of Stuart from Mad TV when I say, look what I could do. But, um... But, uh, you know, just show the guys what I could do in another atmosphere. Like, look, when, when people are taken care of and they're not made to feel this way or that way, this, this is how well they can perform. And the next thing he did was bail before he could even do that. So, to me, I, I just think it speaks to something a little bit deeper than just an issue with a company or a wrestler or something like that. And I hope to do get some help. Um, but, yeah, so there there's that. Um. What else do I got? Man, I saw... Uh, fuck, I haven't watched any of this AEW thing. It's, it's just not for me. Uh, overall, the um, wrestling isn't for me. Um, but I saw a promo, and they, they're going through, you know, showing clips and wrestlers and this and that. And there's a clip where Nyla Rose goes, I'm not your average chick. <laughs> just like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, your average chick isn't born with a cock, but, you know, I mean... <laughs> it's it's all right. I mean, just, it's just like a wild soundbite to just throw out out of her. She could have said anything on the fucking planet, but just I'm not your average chick. Well, <laughs> fucking clearly. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ! And people just don't edit themselves, or they're trying to bait people into saying some shit that they don't like. That's the only two things I could think of. Is they're just like, I'm gonna say this, and someone else is gonna react, and then we get to be outraged. So I guess I'll provide that thing. Um. A whole fucking bunch of people that um, have jumped on this Mike Vick thing. And, you know, it, it's turned into so many different things than it, what it really is. And it makes me fucking sick. So, but I, I'm more than happy to delete people from my Facebook that feel any kind of way about it. Um, John Gray had, you know, previously... Um, you know, I had my issue with him. I buried him on a past show. Everybody could go and listen. And I would have liked to have covered that train wreck show in John Gray voice. That was 100% my plan. But not enough people have watched that for it to appear on the Internet. Like, Smart Mark Video taped it, and no one gave a fuck about it enough to put it on the Internet. At all. Like, that's, that's how terrible that fucking show is. So, under 50 people showed up. And none of those 50 people or their friends were like, hey, you got to see this. That it, it didn't even fucking happen. Everything that's ever happened shows up on the internet, like wrestling-wise. Like, there's shindies on the internet. That one, not so much. But anyway, he posted some old bullshit. You know, everybody deserves a second chance and fucking da-da-da-da-da. You know, a whole fucking hokey stupid bullshit calling people hypocrites because if you haven't done if you've done something wrong in your life and you have the right you don't have the right to judge this man it dude the you know the problem with this whole fucking thing 
is if if you cared about animals and felt compassion for animals, it, it wouldn't even be a question. It wouldn't be a fucking question. I don't want to hear, I like my dog, or whatever the fuck. Because, like, if you heard someone took a child and beat them against the ground until they died, or attached fucking jumper cables to their ears and threw them in a fucking pool and let them electrocute and drown, or hung them, or did any of the other things that caused these animals to die. If you heard one child was treated that way by a person, there would be no, oh, well, he did his jail sentence. Let's see how he is at preschool. Oh, he actually, you know, he, he's um he's running a youth group now. now. There wouldn't be any of that shit. Because the reality of the things he was doing is he's a fucking horror movie villain. He is the fucking root of evil. There's no, everybody's made mistakes. Yeah, everybody's made mistakes where they put electricity on an animal and throw them into a body of water and laugh as they die in front of them. I'm pretty sure not that many people have done it. And I like to think that not that many people have done it. There is terrible animal abuse going on out there. And the fact of the matter is, it's like, yeah, those people should be in the minority of our population. But again, these things are what horror movies are made of. If you took his axe and you put it into a horror movie and it's anything but an animal having these things done to them, you you couldn't get over it. You couldn't move on. You couldn't go, yeah, but everyone makes mistakes. It would be like, holy shit, I can't wait till the hero of this movie blows his fucking head off, and I'll accept nothing less. If you saw him go to jail for a year, you'd know there's a sequel to this fucking horror movie. There is no, and the other thing, oh, he showed remorse. He came out and he said, I killed them, I killed them all. I drowned them, I hung them, I beat them to death. But I lost a lot of fucking money over these dogs. That was his fucking remorse. So stop with the fucking he showed remorse. He's repented. Get the fuck. He did what he needed to do to continue making money. And that's what the fuck he's doing now. He's continuing to make money. Because there's enough assholes that are like, you know what? Ah, now I'm good. Go ahead. Do your thing. It's fucking horror what he perpetrated. Fucking horror. And, um, you know, and then there's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of fucking black people that are just like, yo, no, that's, that's our guy. And, uh, you know, you should get over that. If we get over this and you get over that and, da, 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 da. and uh, you know, I saw some posts with the, the girl who, um, shot, shot the guy in his apartment. She was drunk or something and she shot the guy in his apartment and, um, and then the brother uh, forgave her in, in court. And they're like, well, he, he can forgive him. Well, why can't you guys forgive it? Dude, this is not a race thing. This is not a fucking race thing. It becomes a race thing when people defend this behavior. It's not us against them. Us against them should be all of us as human beings against the evil things that any person of any color can do. 
You, you, I mean, you could point at, oh, okay, yeah, most mass shooters are white dudes. You know, you, you could point at, you know, most dogfighting operations are, are hosted by black dudes. But we as people, black, white, any given color, race, color, creed, should be able to get together and go, those people are bad people. Those are bad fucking people. And we, as good people of all colors, go, that's not our guy. We don't look at the color of that guy and go, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, watch what you say. That's my guy. That's, that shouldn't be your guy. Why would you claim someone who does such terrible things in life? That's not your guy. We should be with each other and, and come together on right and wrong. Fuck white, black, da, 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 right, you know, right and wrong. Let, let's come together on right and wrong. Are you on the side of right or are you on the side of wrong? That's, all, that's the only sides there should be to this shit. You know, when it comes to like, all right, you know, a cop is unlawfully killing uh, a black unarmed man who who is not doing anything wrong and and was completely, you know, unjustly killed for no reason. We as every single color should come together and just be like and just agree. We We don't have to we don't have to do a whole lot. At the very least, let's just agree that was fucking wrong. I'm not fucking with that guy in particular. Not fuck every police officer that walks the fucking beat. That that's not the way it should go. But it should go. Yeah, that guy right there should never be a fucking cop again. That that guy right there. I don't give a fuck if they give him one year and he comes out now. Oh, I think he's better now. No, he shouldn't be a cop ever again. Just like Mike Vick shouldn't be in the public eye and paid money to be some form of role model or form of um. Um, public entertainer and be honored for his football performance. It's just over for him. But motherfuckers don't get it. Don Montoya is another guy. He popped up on um, uh, James uh, fucking uh, Titus, I think his name is. Carolina Jim. Who can also fuck himself. Uh, Carolina Jim can fuck himself. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Um, But yeah, Don Montoya. uh, He this is the thing with this asshole. He he posted some shit and said, uh, people need to get a life. And get over this shit and they need to get a life. Okay, so I just want to point out, because apparently he wanted me to forget this too. But I saw, I was there live when it happened and I shook my fucking head and went, what a fucking piece of shit. Sewell, New Jersey. Uh, I don't remember the year. IWA Tri-State Show. I went there, um, my buddy Atticus was running the show, and I went there to check it out, and, you know, I, I said it back then, I'd say it again, the show was absolutely horrendous, um, the highlight of that entire show is John Zandu, who's also a good friend of Atticus, and, you know, um, he, he showed up to see the show, too, so he was just sitting in the crowd of, you know, a handful of people, and I got a picture with Zandig, and, you know, Zandig left before the end of the show, and, uh, like a match or two later, I left before the end of the show. I think Madman Pondo was in the main event. I didn't see the main event. I lost. I left before that. Um, but one of the things that jumped out and you know helped me go like not only is the show terrible, it's just that this is the type of shit that's that's going on. And it wasn't like the theme of the show or anything like that. But fucking dirty Don Montoya comes out, and, and mind you, this is a good fucking ten years ago. Rough. This is around 10 years ago, at least. 
And he comes out to Who Let the Dogs Out with a Mike Vick jersey on. So that shit was a joke to him then. So for him to be, oh, get a life now, this no-talent fucking slime bag motherfucker, he thought it was a joke then. So you don't get to tell me to get a life now because you were a fucking shindy all-star slob who fucking got cheap heat off of dogs dying and figured that would be some cute shit because people would boo you because that's the normal human fucking thing to do. It would be like, oh, this is a terrible idea. Fuck this guy. So that's your, that's your talent right there. Your talent was displaying, look at what a shitbag I am. Oh, you, you guys either fucking like dogs getting murdered or you're booing me and fucking uh, I got heel heat. That's like 10 times worse than just walking in and going, Oh, where where am I at? New Jersey today? New Jersey stinks. It sucks. I hate this place. Every time I come here, it's fucking terrible. Especially the people. You know, ooh, fucking boom, I'm from here. Like that. It's that cheap heat. Anybody could fucking do that. They should have like a, a special cheap heat Olympics where they just come out and just fucking... Just fucking say things about the place they're at or go like, hey, look at you, fatty. You know, uh, this building stinks. This place sucks. Sir, bro, fucking, what's in the news? Oh, I don't agree with it. You know, it's just, you know, if they know something's popular, if they know Trump's fucking uh, very unliked in the area, they go out there and be like, all I want to say right now is Trump rules. And they're like, bro, fuck you. Like that's it's just it's bullshit. That's a you know I got to a certain age where it was just like I don't want to be around this fucking thing where they just get the cheapest possible reaction from from humans and everyone feeds into it and goes oh, I can't believe he said that you can't how is it possible that you can't even believe that he said the easiest thing to get you to go oh fuck you I, I'm not I'm not playing along man I'm not part of this stupid ass circus that you guys run um. So, yeah, he's a jerk-off. So when his opinion comes out, and then he's like, oh, when was when was that? I'm like, yeah, fucking uh, IWA Tri-State fucking, uh, he's like, do you, do you have, do you have footage? Get the fuck out of here. Are you a grown fucking man making statements on, on fucking things? Then let's not pretend like shit didn't happen. Do you have proof of that? I don't need proof. Motherfucker, I saw it with my eyes. And you're out here right now saying you don't give a fuck. I can't stand motherfuckers that can't own what the what they do. I, I can't stand it. Absolute clown pussy motherfuckers that that just walk around life doing shit and then fucking 10 minutes later going, well, unless someone saw it, I don't know nothing about that. Get the fuck out of here. Grow the fuck up. Talk about get a life. Get a fucking life. Stand behind your fucking actions, you fucking clown. Um... Yeah, I think that's all I got for the uh, the Mike Vick thing. We'll move on from that. Um, we're going to go over to Teddy stuff in a bit. Um, yeah. Um, let me see. I'm going to go into the CZW thing, I think. Run down the card. But, you know, I just... I just fucking, I want to go over some of the the attitude that goes on 
And this is just the image that's put out there. I got to go back in my earlier post today. Okay. So Maven this morning put out this. Ready for Uncle Maven's pre-CCW COD rant? And a lot of those words are hashtags, like hashtag CCW, hashtag COD. Well, here, here is goes. Is what he posted. He works with the school. Um, if we're allowed to take credit for success of any promotion that uses talent we once booked, then I get to take credit for your entire career. I made you, all caps. You were the best, a $75 trans included. I need a jobber to bleed guy who I ever elevated. I put your first meaningful championship on you. I created your buzz. So if you want to take credit because this guy or that gal once came by your school or wrestled in a feature match on your card, then I get credit for everything. You're unathletic, redundant promo cutting, can't hide a gig, Walmart gear having ass ever done. P.S. You're welcome for main eventing the ECW arena. Rest assured, you were not my first choice. Uh, hashtag black and yellow CCW. I made you. And while we're at it, uh, hashtag cancel DJ, hashtag I'm betting on Gacy. So he's talking about Matt Tremont in case, you know, you can't figure that out. Um, Matt Tremont is um, representing DJ Hyde against Joe Gacy representing Maven Bentley. Now, this isn't like a long-running this and that. It was like a hot-shot feud that they kicked off last show. Heel turn, fucking uh, DJ's wife's making out with fucking uh, Anthony Gangone, and, and Maven's out there yelling at DJ, you don't belong in here, and it's been too long. You need to get the fuck out of CZW. I'm the... And, and it's so weird because he's like, I'm the president, and I make all the rules, and DJ's just like, oh, yes, you're right. He doesn't even argue with it. Like, no, the fuck you don't. Like, he's just like, yeah, what the fuck? You know, um, it doesn't really have, like, a lot of um, substance to it. But anyway, so the Conjured Up storyline is DJ Hyde is being represented by a guy who last year's Cage of Death, if you remember, you go back to... Our, our last year's show had one of the longest, most awkward, shitty um, promo segments ever with DJ in the office. That was like fucking 10 minutes or 13 minutes or some shit like this. And it led to DJ saying, you know, you get a partner and I'll get a partner. And Matt's like, I got Onita. And DJ's like, oh, yeah, well, I got my good friend Masada, which, you know, we all had a laugh at because, you know, if you go back and listen to my shows from the past, Masada hates DJ's guts. Like, he'll take his booking, and Masada actually is in a, he's in a really, really great place now. Um, he he's, has more positivity behind him than I've ever seen before. He's still uh, absolutely brutal and ruthless in the ring. Um, you know, he's a bad motherfucker. He's one of the toughest guys out there. But um, when it comes to, you know, his, his tolerance towards bullshit, um, it's a little better. You know, not saying he'll take your shit or you could push him around, but um, he, he's not snapping every minute. You know what I mean? So he seems to have control of things, which I'm really happy. I've seen more smiles on that guy's face on his, on his social media than probably ever. You know, he's very happy with his girlfriend. And they just seem to have a very good family life going. And it's, I'm really happy to see that. But, um, but still, you know, 
But this is Matt Tremont who's cutting these fucking promos about, you know, what a piece of shit he was last year. And, like, when they finished the Cage of Death match, they didn't have, like, a reconciliation. Like, dude, you know, I, I travel the world with you, and I might hate you, but also love you. Like, they didn't do any of that love fest shit, which, not that I'm saying it would have been a good idea. But for, like, one year later... Because Tremont just kind of existed within CZW and had his matches and this and that. And they just kind of keep him away from DJ. And usually they just like run him into him every once in a while. And then they have a match and they feud or whatever. So for suddenly DJ picks Matt Tremont as like his guy to go wrestle. Like what the fuck? What? And the other thing about that is clearly DJ is never, ever, ever in the history of fucking life going to be a face. Uh, it's just not going to, no one likes DJ. He's not a likable person. He's just not, he's not a likable person. He's an awkward person who wrestles terribly, books terribly, lets everybody under the sun book his fucking company and book it really badly. He's just, it's just not good. He's ruined the image of CZW. And, um, you know, so uh, let me just go into my responses and whatever. So then um, I said, man, that would have been a good promo if you filmed it. So then he says, uh, I'm the president of an indie. Pretty sure I can get a live mic. And, you know, I responded to him in a way where like, yeah, like I, I wasn't saying you were incapable of doing it. I'm just saying I'm, I'm wondering why you didn't if you're trying to talk people into a building. Let's not get it fucked up. This was this morning. Cage of Death is tomorrow. Cage of Death is tomorrow, and you're typing hype promos that would actually work. I don't know that people show up at the fucking building if Maven Bentley's mad at DJ or mad at Tremont. I don't know that anyone gives a fuck about that. But if you put some kind of audio out there saying, look, I've had it with this shit, this fucking guy is doing this and that, and you put a little bit of, like, a, a thought out there, like, dude, maybe... Maybe when Matt left and started doing all that H2O shit, maybe Maven actually took offense to that. Maybe maybe there's some heat between Maven and, and Tremont. And the only reason he's there is, like, he could really create a buzz. Like, the only reason, like, you're even back in the company is because DJ was in fucking love with you. But I was ready to cut ties when you tried to fucking burn bridges. I mean, they, you know, they got a, I don't think Preacher's worth shit, but they got Preacher over there training their fucking school when he was their trainer a minute ago. So... There's enough substance there that you can create, even if there isn't an issue, something to make fans go, huh, I'm listening. You know what I mean? Like, get, give them something to fucking lead into. But you put out this fucking, this thing where you're not even saying what you're talking about. Or, you know, if you're smart enough, you go, oh, okay, yeah, I know what he's saying. But, like, so then he goes, uh, woke up to a social media post today that inspired this. Not even about tickets, about respect. But you have a very good point. Maybe I'll do the super indie gimmick of uh, uh, and go live from my mommy's basement to cut it. Dot, dot, dot. See, now, okay. Here's another fucking ridiculous thing. Because on one hand, he goes, I'm the president of an indie. On the other hand, he goes, it's not about tickets. Not even about tickets. Well, that, that's not a good fucking thing. So if you're running a company, you're the president. You're the, you're the guy. You're, you're the fucking president of the fucking thing. Not about tickets. It's not about tickets. The day before the biggest show of the year, you're not really too worried about tickets. 
Well, maybe that's why there's going to be fucking less than 300 people in your building. When I've been in the fucking building for Cage of Death on countless years where there was a thousand in the fucking building. And those days are long gone because this is what you put out there. Maven Bentley was screaming at the top of his lungs at DJ on the fucking night of infamous fucking show. The night, the night of fucking mediocrity and yelling fucking fuck you DJ and fucking da, 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 da. the next day he posted a fucking video where he's dressed like a baby crawling around on the fucking ground trying to pitch something he's doing for the school and the kids and this and this and this which again you know I don't think it moves the fucking needle I don't think Maven dressed like a baby suddenly like sends fucking children's edu- education through the roof but on the same account, on the same thing that you have all your wrestling fans and friends and, and wrestlers and stuff on, and you're on the fucking floor dressed like a baby, like, dude, we're supposed to listen to you yell at a man on the mic uh, fucking two weeks from now again? How you're not taking no shit anymore? And then you're on your fucking Facebook with this fucking, no, no, it's, it's, this is for real. This, no, nah, this is about personal shit. Get the fuck. It, it's still real to me, damn it. Like that. Eh. So, um, so I told him, you know, um, you cut a good promo. It makes sense to do it. What doesn't make sense is you, a hero character, pushing DJ, uh, a get at DJ out of CZW angle. That angle worked before to an extent with G's, Greg, Sozio, Zandig, and Matt. These are. Uh, all of these guys did this within the past five fucking years, five, six years. So all those fucking guys have run the same fucking angle within the five, six years. But you're a heel. What are the fans supposed to do? Are the fans supposed to support the heel that's trying to get the guy that they legitimately don't like out of the company? Or are they supposed to feed into the heel persona and root against the heel and root for the guy who they don't like? Oh, well, you put Matt in front of the, the, the spot. But he doesn't like DJ either. So he's supposed to take the role of DJ, who no one likes. But now you got to root for Matt to keep the company for DJ. What kind of consolation prize Matt gets the title and the fans don't hate that too much. So the whole DJ keeping the company kind of goes by the wayside at that point because, well, at least Matt has the title, and then there's that. Um, but, you know, this this is why it'll draw terribly, and they've earned that. And like I told them also, by the way, Gacy is the one who was cutting Facebook Live promos with his mother walked into the fucking room during it while he had the CZW world title. So don't take little bullshit shots about people doing Facebook live videos. I don't know who the fuck you're taking a shot at if you're talking to me or whatever the case is. It, it doesn't even apply to me. Like what you're saying definitely doesn't apply to me if that's where you're going. Um, if you're just taking shots at random other people, maybe that's the wrong shot to take seeing as the guy who's doing a, a storyline um, on your team guy. He's the guy doing the fucking Facebook live videos with his mom in the room. Who's mom walking into the room and he goes, Mom, cut a promo or whatever the fuck he said. So then he goes, Actually, this is not about the cage. It's how I feel. You're right in much of what you said, but I am past my duties of president and more angry as a man. But I'm not disagreeing with you, just too busy actually doing good in the world to care about people who don't care about me. And again, you know, look, 
I don't know. All I know is the fucking biggest show of the year is fucking tomorrow. Well, it's supposed to be the biggest show of the year for CCW. Tomorrow. And right now, the picture you're doing is fucking just nothing. You're not, you're not, you're not pitching a fucking thing. And the biggest pitch you can do is, is not a very good one. You know? So, like, all that shit. And the thing is, like, if we're really going to take this fucking stance, like, Maven's gimmick, if I had to summarize Maven's gimmick, because he's taken a few different roles over the years, but if I had to summarize his gimmick, it's a guy who pretends to hate DJ, but likes him more than everybody else on the fucking planet, because he's the only guy to go into a business partnership with DJ for over fucking 10 years. So that's the reality of it. Like, if DJ's a legitimately an asshole piece of shit and, and, and is terrible at running business, then you're worse than he is because you fucking attack, you've married this fucking guy in, in a wrestling company. So if you're claiming to hate DJ... Not really true. Right. It, it's, just, it's just not. <laughs> you know? Talk all that shit you want, but... Not really true. Yeah, I mean, you know, I hate to agree with Teddy, but this is, you know, it just is what it is. Now, I don't even fucking know what's on this shit card. It is, it is absolute garbage. It just top to bottom, fucking garbage. Um, let me see. Um, I fucking had it somewhere. I know what I could do. I could go to the CZW Instagram. Um, super professional. Here we are. All right. So we got. Wait, now that's got to be a joke. No, it's it's not a joke. Yeah, because it's got the He-Man logo. They got the He-Man logo on the fucking Cage of Death thing. So, Chris Statlander versus Brittany Blake. Brittany, <laughs> yeah. They haven't used Brittany Blake since she used Dave Chris move and he demanded that she was out of CZW. This is like probably maybe a year after DJ told me that she could shoot fucking tap me out. <laughs> I haven't seen or heard her fucking name since Dave Chris demanded her out of CZW when she was in his stable and used his move when he wasn't there. And he's like, I want her gone. Fuck that bitch. So she's gone. Um, and now she's back and has a WSU world title. I guess this is the double D destruction. There's no, there's no D's in this match. Um, spoiler alert. Chris Statlandler's very talented. And last I saw, Brittany Blake is not. So, um, I don't know if that's changed because Brittany Blake has been off the map for a long time. So maybe she's just been training in, um, you know, some of the best schools in the world and she's going to fucking shock the world. But if DJ booked it, I'm going to go ahead and guess that she's probably still horrendous, but we'll find out live on iPay-Per-View tomorrow on Fight TV. Um, Anthony Green and Ava Everett, who had like the fucking, the intensity of all intensity, uh, she was just shot out of a fucking cannon last month. She had the nostrils that just wouldn't quit. And then uh, Alex Reynolds and Mark Sterling. That, that's the, the no holds barred 
match. So there's that. Um, CZW rules match between Connor Claxton and John Silver. I heard John Silver and um, Alex Reynolds just got signed to AEW too. So um, Jordan Olive Oil defends his title up against uh, AR Fox. So there's that. Um, Jimmy Lloyd versus Brandon Kirk. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the main event. That's that's the main event. Um, yeah. Um, terrible. It's not. Yeah. Well, I guess it's in the middle of the picture, so that's, that shows you something. Um. The Young, Dumb, and Broke versus Jimmy Rave, Steve Mack, and Azriel. By the way, uh, let me pause on this real quick. I got a message from Jimmy Rave today. Now, Jimmy Rave, I must have sent a message to, or, or uh, not a message, uh, a, a friend request to probably years ago. He never requested my, uh, um, accepted my request. Moved on, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a... Uh, I'm not too hung up on it. I'm not, uh, you know, dying to be anybody's fucking friend, especially as years gone on. I've come further and further away from the wrestling fandom. He fucking sends me today. Um, hey, Jay. Thanks for the friend request. I totally hate doing this, but I tore my calf muscle a couple weeks ago and needing to have a procedure for it. I'm trying to sell T-shirts, best of DVDs, pictures, or donations to pay for it. If you're not interested, I totally understand. And a picture of his bruised calf. Um, of course, did not did, did not accept my friend request yet. This is coming from like a you know non friend message where like you see it in a little like icon and you're like, oh, who's sending me a message that I don't know? Oh, it's this guy. Um, over my dead fucking body will I pay for your goddamn leg? Um, it has nothing to do on on whether uh has has nothing to do with like you not accepting my friend request but I, I don't pay for wrestlers injuries so maybe you should have paid a little bit closer attention to um you know who you're sending messages to because you've been trying to juice motherfuckers for every single injury and all that bullshit you've been doing for years and it ain't fucking working with me ever not in a million fucking years but i'm sure um if you you hit up the deathmatch russell podcast that you've been on before um, that he'll probably hit you up with money again. So, um, the rep is defending their tag team titles against Bear Country. Um, number one contender match for the CCW Wired title is Chris Bishop, Leon Ruff, Matt McIntosh, Casey Navarro, and Gabriel Sky. I don't know who some of those people are, and I'm sure it'll be very well organized. Um,. I think that's everything. Besides, obviously, Joe Gacy versus Matt Tremont. If Gacy wins, um, DJ Hyde will leave CCW. If Tremont wins, he wins the CCW world title. So exciting. Um, so, so exciting. And I'm really, really looking forward to this show. Not really true. Um, but I, you know, I, what are you going to do? It just speaks to how little I actually have to do at night. Um, 
what can you do? You know. So yeah, um I guess let's just get into this fucking uh this this Teddy thing. So they they um they put out a lot of other videos and uh I got, you know, some things to cover on some of them. I, you know what? Let me see if I got a fucking track I could play real quick. Because I'd really rather take a break before I get into this. I didn't, I didn't put up anything new. So I'll just play a fucking Sean Price song I've played before or something. Um, yeah. All right. Let me... Fuck it. Well, you know, I've been, you know many verses in my secret garden and now I'd like to share them with a few of you here today. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. Van Glorious. Listen. Please. Yo, yo. Every word that I honor, for words that I stutter, make me worldwide with words, say words, words of other. I write words on paper, the paper reveal words that make me a wizard, while our people deserve. Professional, please lead them with words, no evil intent, heaven sent, so believe in the word, peep my words. Words? Heavenly words, words that get me bread, said to be clever with words. See, I'm deep with words like Jacques Cousteau, or I can be shallow, I got that flow, see. My slow flow stanza, leave you broke as a joke, homie, Jojo dancer. The word been nice, the word been bad. The word addressed, get dressed and dressing like Sinbad. Hey, my words crazy ill, I write money, cause these words pay my fucking bills. Hey. I'm the greatest poet alive, I'm the greatest wordsmith ever. I'm, the, I'm Robert Frost, I'm, I'm Lord Byron. My, my verses are impetuous, my rhymes are impregnable. <laughs> Well, well, I'd just like to say thank you for the words, but, you know, we need this too. <laughs> word is poem. A word play make you flip a king with words. You know what I'm saying? Word up. Word of your mother. Black the words, motherfucker, Sean Price. Word up. Word Word Like no the tricks year. in 86 this time. This is the build. year. This that summer. That summer of 86 changed hip-hop forever. Uh, as soon as it started playing, it reminded me I should have put up that song with that um, they they released from the Lil' Fame, Sean Price album that's coming up called Price of Fame. Uh, the whole thing drops fucking... Did it drop? I don't think so. Hold on, let me let me check this right now because I'm gonna be pissed off. If I realize it. Um, I think it's the twentieth. Yeah, it's the twentieth that it drops the the whole album, the Price of Fame. There's a song out now called Center Stage. Is dope shit, man. A uh, little fame from MOP, and obviously rest in peace, Sean P. Um, that's my guy, man. Sean Price is one of the grimiest motherfuckers of all time. His wordplay is fucking legit. And um, he's just got that fucking, that raw fucking, that rap, that, that punch you in the face rap. That's not, 
It's not all about this bullshit like that shit that Teddy Hart listens to in the fucking car when you're trying to listen to this fucking idiot talk. And he's like, you got to hear this song. You won't believe this song. You have to listen to it. It talks about haters. Like, you fucking asshole. So, all right. Um, a lot of Teddy and Maria stuff over the past, uh, you know, week, week and a half, however long since I last did the show. Um, well, you know, I, I got to say right off the bat, I got a lot of great feedback off of the show I did um, on their thing. And I can't possibly live up to these expectations. So I'll just end the show now. Now, um, so, uh, you know, it is what it is. But very soon after that, <laughs> I'm getting motherfuckers all sending me the message in the morning. No, <laughs> it's like a video. It just says like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Fucking sorry, guys. I'm like, oh, fuck, they broke up. Um, And yeah. This video was fucking bananas. If you have not watched this video, if the only one you ever watched was the Slack one, this is the second one you should watch. Um, I've watched every single fucking one of them because it's my new favorite trash reality show. But um, So we're going to play bits from this thing, and then I'll go into you know bits and pieces off of the other videos that stood out to me that, that I took notes on. So um, the the video starts out uh, with Maria laying in bed, and then uh, the cat comes up. Um, he mentions something about uh, it's her fault for making him take her to the the, the cat to the vet. And then uh, it ends up cutting, and they go to like a parking lot where they're sitting out there, and he's getting his gear on or whatever. He wears the shit twenty four hours. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, so just all right here. I can't get over that vet. One of the shittiest vets I've ever seen. Just hacked his ear for a small fucking decision that was supposed to be made to drain his ear. She ended up hacking half his ear off like a fucking complete moron. Curious about that. Getting in that mode where I start wanting to just sue everybody now since I have three lawyers and a few judges that are on my team for once. It's going to be fucking ugly. You guys fuck with me and I put you in jail for fucking out now. I'm just going to take you to court. Way worse. Okay, the audio isn't the best because they're outside, and uh, you know, she just, I guess she was a little far away from him, because this was probably in the beginning, and the whole shit was about to go down, and um, they weren't that close. So, um, just just the fucking, um, yeah, I just want to clear this up. Um, he keeps saying that the vet is horrible and, and hacked the cat's ear off. The cat's ear is still all there. All there. He's not missing any part of the ear. The cat's ear is crinkled and will never unfold again. So if you take like, um, it's like if you take a, a, a paper towel or a napkin, right? And you take it from the big square piece it is and you scrunch it up in your hand. Imagine looking at that and going, someone cut off all the pieces around the edges. It used to look like a square and now it's, now it's round. Someone hacked off the rest of this napkin. No, it's it's actually crunched up there, Teddy. It's all still there. But um, you know, when the blood absorbs back into the ear, it, it doesn't have the um the same shape anymore. Because it's building scar tissue. You know, like when they were explaining it to you in the fucking vet and you're like they were like, Yeah, like a cauliflower ear. Oh yeah, I know, I'm a wrestler and they're like, Yeah, great, who gives a shit? Um and you know, th- this is this is what it is, man. This is what it is. 
You're a shit pet owner. You're the worst fucking pet owner on the planet. Your cats mostly live in your car. You've told the world that your cats are show cats, performers, emotional support animals, breeding animals, and then somehow pets in there. Uh, you're just a tremendous asshole. Tremendous asshole. And he continues to take donations for this fucking animal shelter. Again, if you donate money to Teddy Hart to help animals, I want you to get hit by a car on the fucking parkway. Like, not in a side street where you fucking break a leg and then, you know, your friends help you around on crutches and they hold the door open for you. Like, I want I want the parkway to be painted with your blood. I, I would like I, I would like there to be like exits closed off because you've gotten hit by a car that fucking hard that like people are like, Oh, I, I, we can't get off here, there's a detour. Like where what you know, what are we gonna do? Like I don't know. Well the road's closed and we can't go this way. And then you, you drive around and be like, Oh yeah, it must be yeah, there's all sorts of emergency vehicles out there. Is that a helicopter? Oh shit. Yeah, someone must be really fucked up. That That's what I need to happen. That's what I need to happen if you're donating money to Teddy Hart to help animals. Like, you have no other avenue in life. You have no other viable option to help animals in life other than to hand it to this fucking Teletubby standing there with a fucking cat with a smashed ear that's going, that they hacked its ear off. I don't know. Donate money and I'll help another cat. Maybe we'll hack their ear off. I, this guy's an asshole. So, um, let's, uh, let's go forward. Um, I believe, okay, what, where, where's the first part I had? A thousand subs, many Okay, so here's, here's the first part of this, uh, this fight. This how Maria guys... This is how she learned how to put up with me. She had to block the hate. And I'm still sending her home. Safe on an airplane. Safe on an airplane. Nope. Wearing my pants though, guys, still. She's wearing the tiger. Happy to take him back. Keep the chain though. I don't want it. Keep the chain. <laughs> I gave her a chain for a souvenir as a memorabilia of when she hung out with the craziest guy in fucking earth. Be careful. Schlack, she needs that tattoo finish. I would be able to see these videos. Oh, you have our, we have a whole channel. Yeah. Tell everyone to follow it. Subscribe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Darren, subscribe. subscribe. I think the YouTube channel's over a whole right bunch now of, after tonight, so I'm I don't doing think my own channel, guys. Video. If this is the last video, he can do the outro. I'm doing the rest of my own channel. Remember, guys, on Samsung Galaxy, it's a fucking competition between iPhone and uh, Android. Yeah, go see where those videos are posted. Yeah, we will. Everywhere. Daily Motion, guys. My videos are going back on Daily Motion. I'm not paying YouTube anything anymore. Daily Motion needs a hit. You know Daily Motion? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been editing my videos called Never because I don't edit videos because no one knows who Daily Motion is. I know Daily yeah, Motion. Of course he does. I do. This fucking dumbass here knows who <laughs> Daily Motion is. <laughs> what is it? Daily Motion? <laughs> Tell her, explain it to her. She doesn't realize. Oh, I can't explain it. It's just like, you know, is videos. Black right? web? Like, yeah, no. Is it, what's it, dark web? What do they call it? Uh, Teddy's using it. Probably. I don't think it's dark web. I've never run dark web in my life. 
I don't even know how to use a computer. Come on, Maria. Well, there's another accusation or allegation. No, I'm just saying all the people that actually care about our channel and you're about to ruin it. I'm sorry, guys. It's had nothing, nothing to do with this. That's all I'm saying. I've been working really hard to keep it up and try to get them to be nice and get along with me so we can keep doing this because people are so happy. To guys, I can't do it, though. I can't kiss her ass, though. I can't kiss her ass, though. She won't turn the music up, but she definitely just is not listening, guys, yeah, to this song. Asshole, not even about to I have an Answer, asshole, right? Shut up. Let I'll answer speak. myself. Let him uh, speak. We need to keep it PG. Yeah, PG. You embarrassed me. Yeah. Sorry, you embarrassed me with hand job walk. on the airplane, guys. That was embarrassing. You, you told me to make a video. No, I didn't. Well, now, you know, you must get along. Okay. So, um, for starters, you have to know, again, you know, when they're outside, the audio isn't the greatest, but um, try to catch you guys up for, you know, what you may or may not have heard. Um, so what you have to know is this is all, this is an argument that's happening in front of Darren Young and Darren Young. The only way I could describe what he's dealing with right now is if as a child, you ever went to a friend's house for dinner and their parents started fighting at the dinner table. That's how Darren Young felt (laughs) like shit was getting tense and dinner just got there. And you got a long fucking meal ahead of you to figure out whether um, there's a way out. I mean, you can go to the bathroom and hope that you come back and it's over, but it's not. It's gotten worse and you come back and it's like seemingly now you're involved in it. It's like, well, you keep letting his, her friends come over. You know, every time his friends come over, this shit happens and you're just like, well, that's me. Uh, that's that's the vibe that you got off of this fucking situation. It was fucking brutal. So that's the first thing I got to point out. Second thing I got to point out is there is a big fucking switch flipped between Maria in the car going, he's got a bigger brain than you. That's the reason he talks so fast. Is that everybody doesn't understand it. Like, even when you think that, like, he's just talking so fast because you think he's on coke, he's not on coke. He has a bigger brain than you. That There's a big difference between that and when they're fighting like this, and she looks like, shut the fuck up, stupid motherfucker. <laughs> like, she looks at this fucking dude like he's the stupidest shit on the planet. Like, she can't tolerate the sight of his fucking bullshit. Like, he's cutting one of these fucking promos and shit to fucking Darren Young. And they pan over to her, and she looks like she's guarding the fucking president. She's got her fucking arms folded, and she's fucking standing there like, not fucking having it like it's fucking crazy um very very entertaining um so and the other thing is um she talked about during that she brought up oh yeah because he's like yeah you don't know what daily motion is oh no and uh she's like oh what is that on the dark web because that's that's where you know teddy shit is like oh she drops little bits of fucking hints that you know she knows a lot more about this fucking creepy motherfucker than, than he puts out in these videos. And all the stuff that we can kind of see through. Because, again, uh, Teddy Trouble was not a wrestling name. You can go on the internet and see that those are his aliases. And, you know, it's Teddy Hart. And um, I think it's, like, Edward um, Ellsworth fucking uh, Annis is his whole name, I think. And, um, which is crazy that Ellsworth is in his name, but, um, yeah, um, fucking, and one of his, his aliases is Teddy Trouble, and, and it says right in all those write-ups about the chloroform porn and shit like that, 
that that was his fucking moniker. He'd wear a mask, and his name was Teddy Trouble in those fucking videos. Um, so it's crazy that you know they're fighting, and she's like, "Oh, what is that? Some dark web shit?" Like, hmm, wow, all right. So uh, yeah, good times. Um, so here's the next part. We have like a hundred thousand. We have a hundred thousand followers on my channel. I just haven't told her about it. On my own private channel that's watching hers, I have 100,000 subscribers. I have a, for 100 bucks a month, they, they subscribe to my private channel. Yeah, it's 100 bucks a month. I have 100,000 viewers. Because I'm not trusting you with it for a second. Oh, come on. Well, later. I'll show you, Darren. But yeah, if you can plug our channel. Yeah. It's on filter. It's very inappropriate. This channel might be over now. I have had videos for like 20 years on YouTube, so Maria might just not understand how I can have a private channel. It's pretty easy. Well, I would think that you could show it to me if that's Why? what you're doing. You don't trust me. I trust you because you keep saying things and not proving them. No, I'm not trusting and proving anything more to you than I've already proven, which would be easily enough. If that's not enough, then you've already so seen way too much. So, um, Teddy Hart claims he has another private channel. Um, this is this is right after he had just said, I don't even use the computer. I don't even know what the dark web is. I don't know how to use the computer. He has a private he has a private channel that charges a hundred dollars a month and he has a hundred thousand subscribers on that, which, you know, I mean, just comes to $10 million, but who's fucking counting? Um, no, no big deal. You know, Hey man, secret on the sly shit. Eh, I got a little channel, $10 million worth of fucking subscriptions on it. You know, but I'm going to put out this reality show for free on YouTube and demonetize my shit because I have to play music that no one gives a fuck about over the top of us talking. Um, you know, it's just, it's just really fucking, um, you know, basic Teddy shit. Um, so yeah, that, that was good times. And, uh, that, that's like, (laughs) the whole thing is so bizarre. I, I could, I have some words, but, you know, anyway. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You're dumped then. If that's what you want me to say on camera, then you, yeah, we're, we're broke up. I don't have to worry about it. I'm your friend, remember? Right, I, I love you forever, so don't worry. You're good with me. Uh, it's funny because the camera's on, but you know there's nothing funny about it. Yeah, guys, it's pretty awesome. This camera's yeah, about wait, to get shut can off. You can you write your. Um, It's uh, it's tough to hear. In a minute, he starts calling her an arrogant bitch. That's nice, guys. Maria doesn't even know my Twitter, but she's running it. No, actually, I'm not running it. And you were oh, supposed to talk about that because someone else and you wanted to look yeah. like it was you. But there you sorry. go. You I never said into the world ever. Hey, I don't run a Twitter. I, I access you Twitter. Me. I don't sorry. run the you, account. You, you helped me run it. Sorry. Look at her face. She's so smart, guys. Arrogant bitch. Oh. <laughs> You're just making yourself look. Go ahead, make yourself look. Arrogant bad. bitch, make guys. Look bad Jamie, can bitch. Jamie can call you a bitch. I'm not going to help you out of it. Jamie I'm going to watch you be stupid, not give a fuck. I'm Jamie okay. can call you a bitch. Maybe calling me for help. I'm not going to fucking answer. Jamie can call you a bitch, but I can't call you a bitch as a joke. The Arrogant baby. Arrogant baby, guys. But Darren had a great time. Stop trying to make it like he had a bad time, Rhea. He's fine. No, no, it's all love. He's fine. It's all love. He knows you're ribbing him. He's not falling for it. 
Nobody's yeah. ribbing anybody. He's Every time you fuck up, you say it's a rib. Oh, yeah, I don't fuck up, guys. I don't fuck much. up. Let's go. Leave him better. He has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, um, so there's the arrogant bitch clip. Um, yeah, um, I think, yeah, then there's this one. These, then now they're in the car, and, and I think the big point here that should be seen is that at one point he fucking jumps because he gets mad, and uh, she flinches hard, and he points out, oh, you're you're a pussy because you flinched. And she's like, I flinched because I don't fucking trust you. So that that's pretty fucking telling, too. Especially to a girl that's very tough and, um, you know, not scared of a lot of things. So there had to be something in there that scared her enough, you know, that's been off video that makes her think, if we get into it, he might start fucking throwing something. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Okay, no one cares what you said about me. You embarrassed me at the fucking Never said her name, though. yelled at me in front of Never me. Who the name. fuck else would you be yelling at? The cat. Ted, the you cat. were talking about me and no, everyone I was talking about loyalty. Embarrassed me. I'll deal with a lot of shit. I'm not going to fucking deal with you yelling in public. And then, the, I'm not even talking about the thing at the Never restaurant. Happened. That's embarrassing. Never happened. The thing at the restaurant that's fucking yeah, embarrassing. Stop it with your bullshit. I was bugging a girl in the restaurant because obviously she knew I was with the girl and I made a joke. If she was married, she said no. I said, Do you have a boyfriend? She said no. I said, Do you have a phone number? Who donated money to the cat shelter? This woman. So I was going to ask her for her phone number so we could tell her how nice it was for me to donate. Shut the fuck up, dude. You thought I was asking for her number, yeah. And I don't care if you fuck girls. In front of her. I don't even give a shit. In front of her. No, I don't care. It's embarrassing when you make yourself look... I don't fuck girls ever. I don't care if you do. We've been over that. Clearly we've done some fucked up shit. I don't give a fuck what you do. The problem is... You've done some fucked up shit. You're making us as a team look bad. You're making us look like we're fucking desperate. The girl was fucking not attractive, first of all. And you put me in situations where you think I want to fuck some girl that's a fucking disgusting you flinched from a fucking cigarette. <laughs> I was asking a cigarette. You flinched like a pussy, guys. That's another sign of a fucking wimp right there. No, that's I'm preparing to get hit because I don't trust yeah, you. Yeah, right. Exactly, guys. There's a whole problem. Let's hit some more Kodak Black. Kodak Black. Maria got her money back. She, she's good. Don't worry no, about I it. No, I still don't have my uh, money back. You're not getting it back yet. You already have a thousand. I'll keep the rest of my pouch because you're rich now. Yeah, um, I mean, that that's pretty telling. Now, these these next clips go very long. Um, so they're cut into like two, three minute fucking clips. And, um, again, I'm going to play these and, you know, talk about them a little bit, but like, it, it really has to be seen. I really, really recommend you go see this video because this is the fucking definition of just insanity. He, they're, <laughs> they're in this full blown fight. He goes into the gas station and buys, like, I don't know, 15 fucking keychains, and he's got them all wrapped around his thumb, and he's going through them, and they say shit like number one flirt, and, and fucking angel, and, and shit like this on the keychains. And then he bought a bunch of beanie boos, and I know what these are because I have children. I have two 10-year-old children, and a 16-year-old, but the beanie boos I know through the 10-year-old children. And they're like kind of like beanie baby type things, but they have big giant eyeballs on them. They're like little stuffed animals. And, uh, he bought like four of those. And the madness that's coming out of this shit, like imagine arguing with a human being and this being like your stance, like, and, but he came into the car with these and I think it doesn't make much sense. And I'll let you guys decide if this makes sense. But he was in the gas station for about 30 minutes and came out. It was out. hard to get all my own colors of stuff, guys. It was okay, and you told me that this, this is why I'm going to forgive you. Tell him again. I asked Maria to forgive me for these reasons, which is the truth. 
So I got all these signs for her. And I got this for her originally. Who's this, Maria? That's not what you got in the gas Who is this, Maria? I got this An before. owl. What, what are you supposed to be represent to me? An owl, right? What do owls do? Look at things? They do look over me? So Maria's supposed to protect me like an owl, guys. She could turn her head all the way around 360 styles. Right? True? Sure. Can I have my teddy bear back? No, it's on my purse. You, I thought you didn't want me to... You didn't, I, I thought you don't want me to be your teddy bear. I don't. Well, I then, mean, I don't right? like the keychain. I don't think the keychains are real like you do. What? It's psychotic. They're real. They have meaning. <laughs> you put real power into okay. these things. Okay, so guess what, guys? She doesn't think the teddy bear is real. Can I have the teddy bear back? I'll buy him back off you if you want. I'll give you the owl, and you can have the, I'll have the teddy bear. If you think that's necessary, then you can do that. She doesn't want me, guys, and she's now hanging me. This poor little guy, he's now, no wonder his neck is broken. Look, he's even got a crack in his neck. That must have been love when Maria formed him in the face super hard. Beats the shit out of me, guys. I still love her and thinks I'm a fucking joke sometimes, but I still don't care. I still love her. So the owl, Maria's going to keep the owl. She's going to keep watching me. Here you go. You keep him back. That's yours. So I'm going to give Maria these things, guys. Remember, in this bag, I only pull out colors. Why the fuck did you spend that much money in there on dumb shit that I don't want? This Seriously. is my <laughs> stuff. This was my stuff until our money becomes ours again. This color is what okay, this can, cat. I want you to show the What color is this cat? Pink and fucking black Guess cat. Guess how much I paid for him. it. Nope, Tylee does. Guess who owns this cat? The pink and black one. I do. The rights to making a pink and black cat. I already got one called Brett the Hitman Hardy. He's a pink and black cat. Pretty cool guy. Guess what he does? What is that number upside down? The cat one. What is this number? 666. Cool, I had to buy it. So I got it for $6.66, guys. Good deal. And look at his whiskers. He's a cat, right? I, all I have to do, guys, is autograph this cat right here, and I can sell this cat to fans for $30 and a free picture with Teddy Hart and a donation to the cat shelter. That's the first cat that's going to be there for me, guys. The second cat's, what color is this one, Maria? I don't know why you bought this many. What I color really is this don't. cat, Maria? Pink, fucking black, and white, Ted. So pink and black again, right? Sure. So our favorite colors, again, me and Maria, that's two, guys. Okay, so, bought a bunch of fucking toys. Uh, gave her one of the teddy bear keychains, only to just about strong armor for the teddy bear keychain out of her purse. Uh, offered to buy it back from her. Um, she's fucking like, why the fuck did you spend all this money in the fucking gas station, like... So I just I, I I don't know I don't know how this goes on I, I don't really know what the fuck so he's put like tremendous value on these items you know and now like he's just like <laughs> talking about peeling back the fucking curtain he's like I'll sell these to the stupid fucking fans for for thirty five dollars and you get a free picture of me and a donation to the cat shelter and it's like wait wait a minute what uh, nothing's free if someone's paying $35 for starters. I mean, that's kind of like telethon shit, like $35 donation and I'll give you a free tote bag. No, I'm kind of paying $35 for the tote bag. What if I just want the tote bag? It's not free, right? It's like th yes, with the $35 donation. So it's a $35 tote bag. No, well, it's free with the $35 donation. Okay. I don't, I don't think you understand how money works. Um, I just, I just, I mean, what, what's the less least amount that I can get tote bag $35. Okay. And then that's what it costs. Um, <laughs> so, so he's just, uh, you know, I mean, this, this is, uh, this is the operation goes. And again, if someone buys a $35 beanie boo off of this guy, I want to see you hit by a car. 
on the parkway. Turnpike is fully acceptable. Some of the high highways, interstates that travel at a high rate of speed, also acceptable. Um, you know what I mean? All right, let, let's keep it. That one I got for free. The guy gave it to me. Hey, thanks for the deal, dude. I appreciate that free one. Huh? Thanks for the deal. I appreciate the free one. You're really nice, man. <laughs> Just we get a guy so on bought... camera saying it happened, guys, so nobody <laughs> can see I stole. You bought so much shit for him, Maria. You already have one of the same no, things. No, it's different. You two are different. Oh, shit. We got the same color one twice. I got to get the different colored one. I need the red fox. I don't think it's necessary. Ah, what color is this one? This is pink too, isn't it? Different color pink, guys. Still pink and black, though. And silver. My favorite colors, guys. So this is the red fox, guys. The red panda. That's the one. My favorite animal in the world. This I one, guys, red goes for $50. If you donate any money to my cat shelter, you're going to figure out it's not a shelter. It's a shelter for animals to stay safe. Teddy Art always plays safe, guys. Like the cop video I did in Mexico. The ones where I talk about being a really good guy, Jesus Christ protects you on the planet Earth, and all the cops in Mexico are uh, happier to be cops down there than anywhere on the planet, even though they don't have a lot of money. They got a lot of honey, Mexican honey, guys, like Russian cream. Cigar flavors backwards made for me. Just kidding, for me to share and smoke with everybody. So who's this guy, Maria? I don't know. You and me, Maria are the same two cats, me and her. Okay, this is getting weird. Each one of these cats is sold, guys. Anytime you make a donation to the cat shelter, you will get one of these cats for free. You can buy it at 7-Eleven for $9.99, or you can get an autographed Teddy Hart, Maria Manic picture and shirt and one of these things for the cat shelter for I free. You can get a keychain, guys, and you get your Keep name on the keychain. Am I an angel? No. Never said I was, did I, Maria? No, this is the presentation you put on to me that, yes, you know, that, show them what you did to me. Am I a flirt? Yes, I am. But don't think I'm a flirt because I'm trying to get laid. I don't even ask you to have sex, do I? For real. I don't give a fuck who you fuck. It don't make me look bad in public. So, uh, sorry for making Maria look bad in public, guys. Some people think tattoos are kind of bad. I don't think they're bad. And I don't think you should have to hover, cut, cover them up in public. So, yeah, Maria, don't, don't worry public. about your tattoos. My mom likes everything about you because she likes me because you like me because I like you. That makes sense? Nobody has a problem with my tattoos. I yeah, your own mom you does. Your own mom does. I don't give a fuck. What your own mom thinks? She think? still loves me. Well, I don't know about that. I can't say anything. I don't know how to determine love. I don't have a love meter. I don't have a love meter, but I do have beanie boos, and I'll sell them for <laughs> for $35 and a donation to the cat shelter and a picture and a smile and a high five and a praise Jesus. And you can hit this cigar. It's not a blunt. It's a cigar. I don't smoke marijuana except for all the time, but I say it's cigar. But I'll tell you how bad cigarettes are, but these are cigars. So you can have a little bit of that. And a $35 Beanie Boo, we're slashing prices. They're down to $9.99 for the Beanie Boo, plus a donation. You add the donation to $9.99, you got $35, and you get a Beanie Boo. So forever me having tattoos on my body is different than you going out of your way to make a scene and embarrass me and make me look bad. Well, again, I don't think I made you look bad. I think I made you look good. <laughs> Ask everyone at the fucking table. I'm going to call them up right now. Thank you very much. Let's it's have this conversation. Let's see, let's see if they're yeah, I'm still up. the camera off then. Because mm -hmm. you, you don't want the truth. Don't want the truth? No, you're fucking yes. embarrassing. Maria, guys, let's see. Let's see if, if they're calling people the at phone. 2 in the fucking morning. So no you're, one you, wants to be you called. decide, you decide what's important at 2 in the morning. I'm going to yeah, call I Roman. Do. Okay, Maria decides. Let's just see who answers my phone call, though. Where's okay. my fucking phone? I don't know. Not my fucking job. Where's my phone, though? I was in the car. You were talking on the phone the whole time. Oh, damn. It must have been in the. Damn it. It must be inside still. Shoot. That means I got to buy something. Weird. What the fuck would that mean you had to buy something? Yeah, because if I'm still coming at this store at this time and I got receipts because my company pays me back for it, guess how much I spent on the whole thing? Nine ninety nine. Isn't that awesome? Nine nine nine. 
That's 666 upside down. Weird. I never shut the camera off. Why can't I make a phone call, Maria? Go in and get your phone. Let me ask you this question, Maria. What? Why was this there? For a five-year-old girl? What kind of pouch is it? <laughs> oh, it's a pouch? Cool. Now I got a little pouch, guys, for my arm. And around my waist, I'm going to wear this one on the side like a little purse. I'm putting all these uh, things in here. Safekeepings, guys. Everyone's name that goes in here, and I even have Maria's name in here, guys. M for Wonder Woman and Maria for fucking uh, M for Maria. Will you marry me? I took back the marriage offer, guys, and I guarantee this time she's having to ask me to marry her. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I won't accept. I don't believe in marriage. I didn't say I'm going to ask you. I said I'm going to leave. I don't believe in marriage, though. Cool. So you don't have to leave or stay. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> go, come back. Go, come back. Go, come back. Maria's going to create a drink called Go, Come Back. And that's how good her comeback's gonna be, guys. When she beats Angelina Love, one, two, fucking three. If I was writing the script, you'd see. But I think they're deciding on a bullshit finish. So fuck that match, guys, because the finishes Maria always wins. Okay, well you're not coming. You're yeah, you always win. I'm not, I didn't ask to come. I know it's spoiler coming. alert. Yeah, you said the same thing to your friend that you said yeah. you don't fuck. I never touched her in my life. Never. I don't give a fuck who you had sex with. Don't never. lie about it. I tell you. Didn't I, I didn't ever touch fucking. I never touched Tylee. And having a sex with her, let alone here's your owl. This is one I got from Maria, so she can keep watching me and saying dumb shit like I fucking had sex with some girl that I never met. She's literally your best friend. Right yeah, now. I never had sex with her though. You just said you've never met. Do you hear? Do you, no. I'm just recording you right now. Then because I want everyone it. to call you I've on your never bullshit. met. I, I've never met fucking Tylee. You know, how long have I known her for? Three you years? You said I've never met Tylee! No, 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 no. I guess, guys, tape. I fucked up. I'm no, sorry. No, I'm taping you for oh, being delusional. Delusional. people in the comments fucking already know you're delusional, sorry. but you don't believe me, so I want sorry. everyone to comment you're fucking crazy. I made a mistake on my you 19 just, words. Tylee, I never fucking, fucking I never had sex with Tylee, and I never fucking had sex with the girl I met named Kylie, which is the other girl that fucking Maria's gonna say after I talk to her, she's my other best friend that I she thinks I had sex with her. I Kylie said, and Tylee. I'm going to call Kylie up pretty soon and ask her the same questions. She's a stripper, helped her out. She works for my company, and her boyfriend's a rapper, just like Tylee has another boyfriend. And Tylee and Kylie will both say I've never fucking touched him. I know fucking for sure, though, I said my words wrong I, on I that one. I genuinely do not care who you fucked. And okay. I'm very nice to Tylee. I like her a lot. Thank I, you. There's your owl. If you told for me you. you fucked her in the past, I could give two fucks. Well, I never but it's touched when you her. lie about it. I never touched her. Well, the way you what you said on the phone today didn't really make much sense that I heard. Well, that's fine, but I never touched Tyler. Yeah, so um, there is so much discussion over who he fucked and who he didn't fuck, and uh, while while also discussing amongst them that she doesn't care who he fucked, but there's so much talk about whether it happened or not, or whether you know, uh, you know, uh, it just it seems very uh tough to. Tough to digest as far as them not not really caring, although having like tremendous discussion and rules and regulations and you know what's acceptable and not. It's just wild. One one last clip and we'll get into all these other notes. Just so you know. Well, I don't believe your words anymore. So. Your loss. Now she's calling me a liar, guys. Again, even though I haven't been caught in a lie by her yet. So. Sucks you ruined such a good thing. No, really you like ruined these it. Videos. You ruined it, baby. You ruined it. Don't blame me for ruining the show, guys, because Maria can't handle the heat. No, you're just a piece of shit. No, I'm a piece of shit. Yourself. Now I'm a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, nice. nice. You're nice, maybe three days in a row, and then you're nice. in a fucking I'm a piece of shit, guys. Remember that. Well, I got it. You if you think that your it. actions today wouldn't classify you as a piece of shit, then you're fucking crazy. And you are mean and delusional. I'm delusional. Oh, that's mean. fucking hilarious. You know, maybe mean. I am delusional for hanging out with you for the last two weeks. And maybe, I, maybe I fucking am. You're right. Uh, maybe you're delusional for hanging out with Schlack too, right? 
I would say that was not the best idea. Well, I think it was a good idea. You say, I think no, you made you a better no, person. Slash you off the hook with me, dude. I think you're a good guy. And you I've always been a good guy. For a year. Even though Maria said you're a piece of shit for not finishing the tattoo. Same That's the only thing I said a piece of shit for. I guess I'm a piece of shit for being nice to Maria too, though. All four guys, all colors. Harton, pink and black, pink and black, pink and black, pink and black. I'm selling them at shows for much for money for my cat shelter. So I don't have to sell them. I can get them donated. Now you got something you can take home with you. Buy them at 7-Eleven for cheap and sell them at the shows for full price, which is whatever you want to donate past 30 bucks. And there you go. Back, back up. Back to that new race. That's the car I'm going to get Maria. Should have got them when they were at 99 When they were slashing prices. Well, let's just keep talking. Guys, let me keep talking. I would have bought you this purse, but I don't buy purses for my wife. She buys them herself with my money and her money once she's actually partners with me again. There's my phone. It appeared. Oh, maybe because you lost it on the floor? Yeah, I lose my phone all the time, guys. That's true. And you blame me <laughs> for everything you lose? Just like, ask her. When the cat Just runs away, her. you blame me? Just ask her. That was your fault. My fault. Yep. The cat ran away. <coughs> that was my fault. How is that my fault? Maria, here's your belt, okay? This is the only belt you're going to get from me now. This one right here. Because I was going to buy you a belt which said... Uh, you respect. didn't buy me that belt. I bought myself that See, belt. I bought it for you. I said, I'm giving you this belt back. It's your belt. This is the only belt you're going to get from me, which is back to you. Here's your belt. I'm not giving you a title. You don't need to be girlfriend or husband or wife or anything. I Just best friends. Be. Just best friends. That's cool. a cool title, isn't it? And partners? Yes. She's my partner, guys, and she's still going to make money with me. All right, so uh, anyway, next day they were back together. Um, so, to keep the party going. But, um, so there were some videos somewhere after the one uh, that I covered last week, somewhere after this video. Um, so there was one called Backstage with Teddy. Uh, he starts off vaping, heavily vaping, fucking vaping, vaping. For a guy, again, who has taken such stance against cigarettes. Both on, he talked a bunch of shit on my show about how cigarettes are terrible and this and that. Hey, I don't disagree. But the dude is, according to him, smoking nonstop cigars. Cigars all day. Inhaling. Inhaling the fucking cigars all day long. That's worse than cigarettes. Just going to fucking point that out. Like, you, it's one thing if you're smoking cigars, not inhaling, and this and that. You could see these dudes, the two of them are hitting the fucking cigar like it's a blunt. Because, you know. Um, and then vaping on top of it. So he's vaping and vaping. And, you know, again, this is all nicotine stuff, guys. Like, it, it's bizarre. So this is before they go into the gym. This is like pre-gym right here. So they're vaping until they walk into the fucking gym. Well, he is, at least. He's vaping. They go into the gym. This dude does... I, I don't know what to fucking call this exercise. He bends over at the waist all the way like he's touching his toes. And then he does fucking um, tricep fucking extensions... But he's doing them, like, bent in half. I don't know what the fuck he's trying to accomplish. And then he starts, like, coming up from there. So he's doing them, like, at the ground, and then he's fucking coming up, and he's doing them in, like, all sorts of different positions. And then, like, he finishes, like, oh, I did 60 reps. It's like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you just did. So he's doing that shit. Um, you know, glitter to fuck up. Um, looking like an absolute clown in the fucking gym. Um, and, and again, like guys, I need to point this out because Maria posts a lot of like Instagram story type things and posts like screenshots of the, the comments and, and, um, 
messages that people send her. And people are sending her things like, I started working out ever since I started watching you guys. You guys are inspirational. Uh, If you're inspired by people who don't know how to train or work out and eat nothing but gas station food all day long, imagine if you watched an athlete. Imagine if you watched a fucking athlete that retired 30 years ago. That fucking athlete would have you doing amazing things. Please watch anybody who's actually impressive physically because these two fucking clowns couldn't be the further couldn't be further from impressive in the fucking gym whatsoever all the impressive she ever was was fueled by fucking juice and if it wasn't for the fucking steroids she ain't shit because she was in the kitchen blown the fuck up off of free squats speaking of free squats at some point or another he's limping and he's going oh sorry guys I blew out my knee doing free squats in the gym. I mean, in, unless the fucking viewers are supposed to think free squats are something crazy, that's just when you bend at the fucking knees. Like, <laughs> like the, the proper way to pick up a box where <laughs> you bend at the knees instead of the waist. But except for the, the fact is when you pick up a box, you're now not doing a free squat. You're doing a weighted squat. A squat. Uh, you know, that, that's the only difference is you're doing a weighted squat at this point, not a free squat. So um, you'd be outperforming Teddy at that point, and as long as you didn't blow your knee out, you're succeeding far better than Teddy as well. Um, so they do their, this fucking shithead workout at fucking Planet Fitness, and then he stops it. I guess they have like a little fucking screen where you can re- leave a review for your fucking your, your experience there. I don't know what the fuck kind of joint this is. And he puts a bad review. Let's also point out in the past, he's pointed out that his friend owns Planet Fitness. His friend owns Walmart. Another friend owns Planet Fitness. He's friends with really the most rich and famous people in the world. But um, so anyway, uh, I, I, I'm willing to bet that whoever owns Planet Fitness doesn't even know who the fuck he is. Um I, I I just so um he fucking he he leaves a review frowny face bad review and, and and he puts bad music in the reason for his bad review um okay hurt his his knee um then um James Ellsworth makes an appearance. And Maria under Maria does not understand why he has heat. She she explains to the camera, I don't understand why you have so much heat. Again, and then she's another one. I don't really pay attention to much of the internet stuff. Oh, okay. Except for the fact that you're on it, putting your stories up every single day. And um, previous to this Teddy stuff, you know, still like pretty pretty uh, consistently on the internet. But yeah. I don't even know what's, wait, wait, yeah, did something happen? I don't know why you got such heat. So weird. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I no, no idea. Um, the fuck, man. Um, so then there's another thing where apparently, um, Maria jerked him off on the plane and he came on his fucking coat. Like, I don't, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then later on in the fight video, you heard, him saying that he embarrassed her jerking him off on the plane. That that was embarrassing. 
Um, all right. Uh, then um, Teddy's giving a homeless man something while he's pointing at the camera. And Maria's going, he does this every time. Every time he sees a homeless man, he donates something to him. He gives homeless people things every time he sees them. And he's like pointing at the camera like he's in a rap video. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then uh, he's back to petting his matted cat in the car. Here's another thing. like He doesn't brush the cats, and you can clearly see it in their coats. You, you could very visibly see it in their coats that they're not, they're not brushed, they're not groomed. Um, yeah, it's, it's just disgusting. Um, so then, uh, they play some fucking song, some, some fruit bag song in the car and he goes, people fight together. That's how life works. We, we fight together. It's what we do. And like now he's, his musical taste is branched out because he went from that fucking bullshit, um, all all the shittiest rap songs on the planet that he, he swears are like the greatest thing ever that he needs to play over his own voice on the fucking thing. So he does that and then some more cigars and now he's rocking Adele and he's just staring awkwardly into the camera. Just like the weirdest, creepiest fucking stare while he's playing fucking Adele and he's just staring into the camera like a fucking weirdo. Um, and you're just like, well, how long is this going to go on for? Like, the last... Look, I'll watch their fucking antics all day long. If it didn't involve animals at all, if Teddy didn't have any involvement with cats, dogs, fucking red pandas, anything, I'd wear their fucking shirt. Like, I'd buy fucking merch from these two fucking idiots. Because their their train wreck is so entertaining to me that, that I'd, I'd fucking support it in some way. Now I just, you know, I, I just hope that the footage gets out if, like, you know, there's there's a bad end to this, you know, hypothetically speaking. Um, but, like, I, I don't understand what he thinks I'm getting out of watching him stare at the fucking camera while he plays random music. Like, I just, I don't understand what he thinks is, is getting out of that. Like, we haven't heard the Adele song. We haven't, it's like... You ever heard it on weed, man? It's like you ever you ever heard Adele? Sure. You ever heard Adele and had Teddy Hart stare at you, man? Like, oh no, I, I actually I haven't done that. Let's let's give that a try. You know, I, I was thinking about listening to Adele, but like, do you have any pictures of Teddy Hart that I can just fucking gaze into while I'm listening to it? Because it it'll give me a whole different vibe on the song. You know what I mean? If I'm ever thinking about it getting emotional, that 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 emotional will go right out the fucking window when I see this creep looking at me. You know, I'll just be like, oh, man, Adele, she hits me in the ra- – oh, there's Teddy. Forget- you know what? What the fuck? Um, I don't know. The weather's shit. Uh, what are you going to do? You know, it's raining. I was listening to Adele a minute ago, and my whole fucking train of thoughts fucked up. I get this creep. Why does he wear glitter all the time? I mean, this, like, how did none of the pillowcases ever have fucking glitter on it? Does he wash his pillowcases every single fucking day? Like, how, do, how does that work? You know, uh, this is like the thoughts that would go through my head. At first, I'm like, oh, this Adele song is simple. Why is he looking at me? Jesus Christ. Um, so now um, now he's got the uh, the fucking the, the camera different. And uh, now we're watching Teddy Hart's elbow while while they um 
while they drive because like the camera's low. So now you're just looking like staring directly at his elbow um, while they listen to the song from ghost and Maria continues to hide her belly. Like she's got a man eater tattoo on her belly, but now because she eats gas station food regularly, she's getting like a fucking gut and especially shows in the car with the fucking roll that's coming out. And so now we have the camera pointed directly at Teddy's elbow slash Maria's belly as she yanks her shirt down every like four seconds and they fucking rock out to the song from ghost because now they're so back in love that I have to tolerate this fucking bullshit in my life, which again, I don't know if you know this guys, but there was a fucking movie and, and you know, there was a scene around the fucking thing. I'm pretty sure there was a music video to this fucking song. And, and I don't think at any point I was like, you know, what would be better than this music video that they spend millions of dollars fucking producing. If I could watch some Canadian assholes elbow and some chick who's getting fat's fucking stomach, while she continually tries to cover it like she didn't know she was being filmed. Like it's some kind of fucking upskirt belly fucking <laughs> belly video. And she's like, oh, it's fucking perverts in public. You know, she's just trying to yank her fucking shirt down. Because, uh, you know, I mean, this, this is the best way you can listen to this song possible. Again, if you have any emotional attachment to this song at all, watch this. And we'll get rid of that shit right away. Um, <laughs> fucking, fucking. So now... He fucking goes to the, 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 the gas station and he pulls out this fucking thing and he's got, see, check this out. This is Black Mamba. It is boner pills. You know, I got this so so I can last even longer with Maria. You know, when we, we bang, when we bang with the boner pills of Black Mamba, and I may not be black, but I like pink and black and, and this Mamba and <laughs> gas station boner pills. Where can you go wrong? I got all their keychains already. So now I got, I got something else I can do. What the fuck? This dude is bizarre. Like, there's some shit I would just fucking leave off the video. You know I mean? I, for me, look, it's fine. Put it all on the video. But, like, what image? Like, I, I can't wait till there's actually realistic fans in, like, large amounts. I, although I don't think he's going to really be booked anywhere serious again. But if he's around, like, big crowds and, like, a good, good portion just like walks by him and laughs into their hand and kind of tries not to make eye contact with them. You know what I mean? Just like, (laughs) there he is, (laughs) you know, like that type of shit. I want to see lots of fans laughing in fucking pictures. If, if anything, you know what I mean? Like, although I, I I don't want to see people support him in any way. Um, and at some point or another, I, they, they showed up at one of their million friends house that has like a place for them to crash and pretend like it's their house. And, um, there's like a shirtless kid running around in the video and like what? Uh, yeah. With Teddy Maria's unfiltered adventures, what could go wrong if we add shirtless children to this? I mean, I mean, what could possibly go wrong? I mean, you got to think of all the other things that have happened within the same episode and tell me what could possibly go wrong with putting shirtless fucking children in the videos and going, you, you guys going to miss uncle Teddy and Aunt Maria. And the kid looks at you like, who the fuck are you? And why are you in my house? Like, that's the fucking look on this kid's face. And again, where do you, we just go post publish, Gonna go ahead and upload this one right now. It's like, dude, this kid gave you a look like you broke into his fucking house and tied his parents up in the fucking bathroom. Like, 
gave you this fucking crazy look. Like, why does Teddy have all my toys and where is he going with them? Like, why, why is this man stealing my stuffed animals? I, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. What is he going to do with my book bag? That's for school. It's got, you know, it's got Paw Patrol on it. And I mean, he just stuffed all of my favorite stuffed animals in it and walked out of the door and he came back in. And now you're asking me if I'm going to miss him. Like, I'm going to miss my stuffed animals that this guy just stole. And fucking, I, I, I don't know what to do with my life right now. This, this fucking guy just stole half of my fucking last year's Christmas and stuffed it in his fucking car. Um, he's got a cat with a, you know, hacked off ear in there, he said. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this information. Um, so, yeah, um, as the beat goes on, uh, that's that's uh, that's all I got, I think, guys. Uh, shout out to Shaheen, man. Uh, he pulled those fucking clips for me tonight. I, I don't have a fucking editing program or anything like that. So I, I really try to minimize the amount of this type of stuff I'm doing. Um, you know, I don't have a problem with just going over these notes and clips and like that. And if you want to actually hear it, please go back and watch these fucking shitheads videos. Um, I don't, you know, I just don't, uh, I, I just don't really need like the clips as much unless it's something so substantial, like the Schlack one or like this breakup video. And it's still, it could only do it so much justice, but I really, really appreciate, uh, you know, Shaheen taking the time to pull that shit for me. Cause I wouldn't have got it otherwise. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure everything's going to work out for Maria and Teddy. You know? Not really true. I, yeah, I mean, um, so yeah, um, like I said, shout out to Shaheen, um, nuclear heat graphics. He's over there doing his thing. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be at any of these shows. Uh, cage of death is tomorrow. Um, it's going to be a packed building. Not really true. And, uh, that was delayed. I don't know why. I think he was late to the building as well. Um, but, you know, I mean, if he goes, I hope he sells something to all 13 to to 14 people in the building. Uh, now, they'll they'll have, I'd say, probably 200 and change, which is, is a terrible thing for Cage of Death. But, um, yeah, I mean, that that's just my prediction. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to I'm going to struggle through it with Sozio, so to speak. Um, and then we're going to cover that next week. Check out the, um, the Epstein edition graphic that, uh, Sozio put out, man. He's, he's, he's a fucking killer, uh, fucking top notch work there. Um, CZW did not kill itself guys. Hashtag. I think you're supposed to hashtag before that. I'm not a hashtag guy. You know what I mean? I don't know how you guys do that. I mean, you got to hit that little fucking asterisk every time. And then you gotta hit the fuck. You gotta type some shit in without putting spaces, and it's, it's gotta keep auto auto correcting you, right? Like, do you hashtag guys like turn off the fucking hash the the auto correct? Because it's gotta keep fixing that shit. Like, no, no, no. You put a space there. You mean those two words? Like, no, no, no. All one word with the thing because for for the internet. Like, I, I don't know how that even works. I don't know how you guys do that. But uh, hashtag CCW didn't kill itself. Um. Uh, shout out to, um, I got you five stars with Jeremy doing his thing over there. Professor J killing that shit. Um, shout out to my boys over there at the wrestling soup. Um, 
you know, great dudes out there just crushing these fucking shows. Um, they, they've got a whole bunch of different varieties and, uh, side episodes and they got a, they got a schedule. So just go to wrestlingsoup.com and check out everything they got going on there. And, um, you'll, you'll see, you know, that they got lots to offer. Um, Shout out to Marcus Crane. I meant to say this earlier, but shout out to Marcus Crane. Um, best wishes to a quick recovery. You know, I had some things going on. Um, his family had posted that he had to have emergency neurosurgery, and that's some pretty major stuff. So I don't know a whole lot of details on it or anything like that, but, you know, best wishes to that dude battling back and, uh, you know, just just getting back healthy. You know I mean, that that's always my main concern, you know, with these guys. A lot of people are like, oh, I can't wait till you're back in the ring. Like, you know what? Just just get back healthy. Let's fucking go from there. You know, I want to see these guys living outside of the walls of the hospital before we worry about, you know, wrestling and, and all that stuff, you know. Uh, he's, a, he's a good dude, and I definitely want to see him back on his feet doing doing life, you know, just, just fucking out there enjoying himself. You know what I mean? So, shout out to Marcus Crane. Um Shout out to uh, False Count Radio, Andrew Carluck. Shout out to um, the Eagles just about lost to the fucking Giants and blew my fucking point spread in fucking overtime jerk-off asshole podcast show with Eric Williams. You know? I had the fucking Giants plus five and a half points. The motherfuckers were down 17 to 3 in the fourth quarter. And the fucking Giants opened the door like, oh, yeah, guys, we don't like winning fucking games. You want this? And they fucking came back. They brought it to overtime. And all I needed in overtime is you fucks won by a field goal. You had to go right the fuck down into the end zone, blow my fucking point spread. Because I, I, I just decided, you know what? I lost the Sunday night game. Let me start my next week's parlays with the fucking Sunday night game. I've never done that before. Bad idea. Um, or it was a Monday night game. Monday night game, my bad. Uh, so Monday night game, yeah. I said, all right, I'll take the Monday, the Thursday, and one on Sunday. So if I win the fucking Monday and the Thursday, man, I go into Sunday, just need a one win to clear this fucking parlay. You know? And my game, too, was the Ravens covering. And guess what? The Ravens covered. Now, of course, I got that on another parlay because, you know, this is how I fucking do. Um, so I got the one win going into Sunday. But if it wasn't for the jerk-off Giants and the bigger jerk-off fucking Eagles who get into fucking shooting matches with the fucking Giants, then, then you know, I, I, I'd have, uh, have more fucking wins. Um, so check out Eric's podcast, of course. The fuck else? I mean, you know, it's clearly the reason why I brought that up to begin with. Uh, my Niners... In a fucking banger. Beat the fucking Saints. Shout out to my fucking guys over there in San Francisco. Fucking Atlanta this week. Uh, The Rams next week and closing out at Seattle, man. We are going to the motherfucking playoffs. You don't know how hyped I am. You just, you don't don't fucking understand how I operate. If you think that any of this wrestling shit even moves the needle compared to my 49er fucking fandom. I am beyond fucking hyped. Um, not to mention, you know, I, I'm not even going to say much about it because, uh, well, fuck it though, because I, I've mentioned it before on the show, but before the season started, I put fucking $20 because when you, when you log in your first bet of the season, they'll give you like a bonus $20 or whatever. Right. I took that fucking $20 and I bet it on my fucking Niners to win the Super Bowl before the season started. 
The payoff to that is $1,000. So, I mean, it, I am so hyped for my guys to even be in the conversation. If we make it to the big dance, which is just, I mean, it's such a goal to be accomplished to just get there. And we get there, and my guys could take home the fucking trophy, and I could take home a grand for them doing that shit. I, I mean, you just don't understand the excitement behind that. And, and just my team being in the fucking conversation of the playoffs, I had everybody in the fucking world telling me 8-8 eight and eight at best, 8-8 eight and eight at best. Oh, you know, oh, uh, you guys are probably 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't know. You're probably a couple years off. Probably a couple years off. And, and I'm looking at these motherfuckers like they have fucking head fucking brain damage. I'm just like, dude. Our fucking defensive line is going to have Nick fucking Boza, DeForest Buckner, and fucking D Ford on it. As well as like Eric Armstead and Solomon Thomas, who was supposed to be a big deal and was somewhat of a bust for us. But when you got to defend those other motherfuckers on the line, how are you fucking stopping anybody? You could put a toddler next to fucking Nick Boza and fucking uh, DeForest Buckner, and that toddler's going to get a couple sacks this season. Like, the fucking combination of that shit is fucking bananas. How are quarterbacks going to fucking breathe? And people are like, hey, I don't know, sounds sounds all right. No, it doesn't sound fucking all right. It sounds like you're in big fucking trouble back there. And that's what Matt Ryan's looking at this fucking weekend. We win this fucking game. We clinch the playoffs. Playoffs. We're going to the fucking playoffs. It would take a fucking miracle for you to keep us the fuck out of the playoffs. You want to see a fucking meltdown. <laughs> you fucking you fucking find a way to get us the fuck out of the playoffs when we're currently eleven and two. You're gonna watch me fucking lose my motherfucking sanity. But um you're gonna see my me lose my sanity in a whole nother fucking good way. Um, unless you hate what's going on for us and then it's probably going to be bad for you but either way go Niners I am fucking hyped um cage of death tomorrow uh I am also so fucking hyped not really true and I'll be covering it with uh Sozio early in the week I'd imagine uh we got to make sure both of us have watched it so you know it should be sometime um I'd imagine in the first half of the week, but I'll keep you updated. You'll definitely hear about it. And, um, you know, I, I think that's about all I got. I'm going to hit this fucking outro. got to find it. I got to get some of these fucking Teddy clips off here. Cause it's starting to starting to load up. You know what I mean? Putting like four or five fucking clips up past couple weeks. And, uh, this, is, this fucking soundboard starts to get, you just start scrolling down. Looks like one of my kids fucking, uh, Amazon wish list fucking crazy alright talk to you motherfuckers later peace talk to y'all later have a nice night stay dry it's raining again tired as rain makes my grass green I won't complain about that that's all I gotta say I'm out of here I love all of y'all and, uh, shit. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You've been in the gym, bro. You know why? DJ Hyde, fuck you. You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. 
you need people like me. I'll listen to your to your podcast and I'll find everything out. You know what I mean? You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say that's the bad guy. So what I make you good? Like cheese tell me tells me all the time to listen to what you gotta say because you be blazing people and I'm like, well I gotta hear it now. <laughs> you just know how to hide. Me, I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell a truth, even when I lie. The Cusa Chick Radio. Jesus! A sacred night to the bad guy. I'm gonna tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no foolishness. 